It's time to get in the ring and start running the ropes. What hurts most are my feelings. Eric, you, you cussed at me. Step inside as the guys talk about all the happenings going on within the WWE. I am the best wrestler in the world. TNA. I know your stuff, Wayne. E-Y. Wayne, you E-Y. your name. E-Y. Okay, look. This, this is for Fritz Lapp. Oh. Ring of Honor. Hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? In the NorCal Independent Scene. Van friggin' tastic we're back here again. Oh, you're back. And now live from the RTR studio in the San Francisco Bay Area. What are you watering? Pop. It's running the ropes right here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Parts of what? Pop. I'm not getting rid of it. Are you kidding? That's great for my glaucoma. Alright, welcome to Running the Ropes exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Maverick Bertrand back with you once again. And with me, as always, from headlockstoheadlines.com, the hardest working man in wrestling radio history, one Mr. Chris Kelly. Chris, how the hell are you? Well, we're back. We're in 2012. I've just got off work. I am drinking Red Bull, so I might be a bit hyper, but I'm great. I mean, awesome. It's great to be back. Great to be back talking about wrestling here on Running the Ropes, I say. I hate that term, wrestling, for some reason. But speaking of the new wrestling, 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 wrestling. <laughs> speaking of uh, the new year, how was your New Year's? I mean, I'm, I know. Um, I know mine I was uneventful. Don't remember it? You, ah, <laughs> so then it was a good one. Um, because I worked uh, New Year's Eve, right? And I and I thought, you know what, I'm going out. And okay, this was the second week in a row that I got absolutely trashed. The week before that, right, I was that drunk I couldn't do unplugged. Oh wow! I came home, and I and I and I like JJ, I'm far too drunk to do unplugged. Like I was like sat in my seat, head down, like I can't. Do you this are this never week. too drunk to do anything on internet radio, guaranteed. <laughs> oh, trust me, right? Okay, I know, I know. Sometimes I sometimes say something that's controversial. If I was drunk, I would have done one big shoot, and it would be funny as hell to listen to. Exactly. It would make for great radio. So I'll tell you what we'll do. Whenever you get drunk, we'll, we'll name it Chris Kelly's Drunken Rants, and we'll put it on the show. Well, I get paid next on the 25th, I think, which is which is Wednesday, right? Which is the day we take the show. Exactly. So I get absolutely smashed. So we're good. So that'll be perfect. Yeah, that yeah, is I'm, a Wednesday. So yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get absolutely no. But I mean, yeah, my my New Year's I didn't get that drunk. I do remember it kinda. Right. Um, it's weird because I I I actually might know I, I work in a garage. Right. And it was cheaper to buy the alcohol from the garage than it was from the from from the from the bar. Well, yeah, because you get employee discount. Yeah, Good times. So <laughs> I bought um. Over there, do you have a drink called Boomers? We might, but it's at, it's probably a, one of the specialty stores that sells them. Because it's we don't get much international outside of beverages and more, which is a West Coast thing, and then like the independent shops. Okay, yeah, because it, it, it's, it's a cider here in, in England. And when I drink that, I, like, 
like I like to drink that. I had I had that. I had Jagerbomb, which is great. So I mean, it, it was a good New Year. Um, but unfortunately, I, I had work the, the next morning, so I went into work hungover. PG word there. Um, but yeah, it was good. How, how was yours, mate? Mine was. It, it was more productive than eventful. Um, I just sat home and and you know got some stuff done. I was working on a few things and. We got this guitar. We got this uh, musical keyboard for Christmas, and so I was playing right. on that for a bit. It wasn't too much. I kind of gained about fifteen levels on Modern Warfare Three, so it was rather uneventful. Um, well, eventful for me because it was fun to play Modern Warfare Three on New Year's Eve, and I stayed up until probably about five o'clock, and then just crashed. And then my insomnia came back. So, good times. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't own Modern Warfare Three just because it. To me, it looks just like a bit like Modern Warfare Two. But it, I, it's basically an expansion pack of Modern Warfare Two. I agree. And I, I've been playing a lot of uh, uh, Battlefield. And on Battlefield, if you stab someone from behind, you get a dog tag. And the dog tag they personally can modify. Nice. So basically, getting dog tags is is quite a fun little game. And I and I know we're coming off the topic. I don't care. But uh, yeah, so I came behind the, the whole other team, right? And my eyes lit up as I saw eight of them looking the other way. I just went crazy with my knife. Nice. Eight dog tags. Thing is, right? They had. I'm not quite sure how blind they were because I was like, knife. Wait, 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 wait for my knife to like to work again. Knife. Wait, for my knife to work again. Knife. So yeah, I would. So if anyone that. wants to call hacks on someone, you got Chris Kelly on running the ropes. It's right here. Running the ropes at yahoo.com. Send your hate mail. It's fine. And send Maverick Giraffes. <laughs> Don't think I forgot about that. Yeah, really. Um. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Um. I be- Do you have some news for us today? I always have news. I, I am the newsman. You are the newsboy of the show. So let's go ahead. Oh, let's let it load first. Because it likes to load before it can be played. Um, I think it was a very, I think it was a pretty uneventful news week. But let's go ahead. We'll talk about it. Let's go ahead and get some news of the week. And now it's So I think, I think, I think, I think we 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 have a rough guess. What do you think the biggest news of the week is? Um, I want to say Lesnar retiring. I think you would be wrong. I thought so, so. In wrestling terms, the biggest news of the week would, of course, be the return of one Chris Jericho, who had the world's best promo in the world. Um, oh basically, I, as you know, it was kind of spoiled by the IWC. Um, there's a picture of a poster of him in Nashville Airport on su- Sunday afternoon. I have something for that after the news, so we'll get to that. <laughs> and Ugh. it's really, um, like, it's not being, like, he's kind of, like, doing research of people going, oh, yeah, he's actually in Egypt, and it's funny as hell. Um, and but- th- mind you, on the last show, we mentioned how he said on Twitter, I'm not, I'm done with WWE, deal with it. He should have just said yeah. nothing. He should have just kept his fingers off the keyboard. No, but it's quite hard to do what he did on TV or on Twitter. You can't just, like, <laughs> post, like, blank tweets. The, but, you um, could just not tweet. Nah, that, that's no fun. 
Um, but yeah, but really, people were like, why did they send him to Nashville? Because, get this, WWE thought that a fan, or the fans could not put together the fact that he was in Nashville, 220 miles away, to him being on Raw. Now, in the age of the internet and camera phones, I'm pretty sure any Mark and their mother would have put two and two together and said that Jericho's going to Raw. I mean, yeah. why not... Why, why don't I give Jericho the private jet they have? They, they have a private jet, they have four jets, and a few. And no one, everyone would just say, oh, WWE's coming to town. They wouldn't have, they would not have found, they would not have connected it to Jericho at all. I mean, it's not like WWE have been that bad at keeping the secrets. I mean, just like, look, when Triple H returned last year, um, yes, we knew that Undertaker was turning because of the whole promo and they ruined it, but in terms of when Hunter returned, no one knew Hunter was there. So they, like I said, they have a private jet that they can fly people to and from. Yeah, but I agree. That was a bit, bit, a bit of a screw up, but uh, well, uh, what else do we have now? I know on Twitter you talk about Twitter. Jericho in the past has been moaning that he's not DLC on WWE 12, and apparently this was one big work because Good there's been no it. problem ever between Jericho and, and THQ, and. I know for, for for a fact that Jericho currently is the most downloaded wrestler on uh, on WWE 12 as a great wrestler. Don't be don't be shocked or surprised if Jericho is in the is in the uh, Legends pack with Mottman and Cody because like the fans want Jericho in it. WWE 12 want Jericho in it, and it'll be fun. But I wonder, will Jericho like? Because like you know how they can do like like DLC like campaign for like like Black Ops Forever. Right. Imagine that they do a DLC for w- W12, where the whole storyline is Jericho comes to the ring going yeah yeah then leaves. That that's that, that's the whole <laughs> road to WrestleMania. Yeah, that would be the entire road to WrestleMania in a nutshell. But you know what I want? I I I, I want a shirt that says arrive yeah leaves. That's what I want. That's what I want. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, but I, I, but I really badly want that shirt, uh, that t-shirt. Uh, now, on Raw, the the show of course ended with Kane trying to take Cena. Oh no, sorry, Zack Ryder to hell. Number one, Hornswoggle right now is suing Kane for burning his house. <laughs> Number two, suing <laughs> him for uh, arson. Yeah. Uh, well, the reason why it ended the show is because right, they wanted to have an Indiana-like Jones ending to a show. What? Yes. That is, that, that's a quote. They wanted to have an Indiana-like... An Indiana uh, Jones ending to a show. Have they been watching all of the Indiana Jones marathons on USA or something? Like, yep. I know they're on that that channel, but holy shit. Really? Yep. But I mean, and the and the reason that they had um, like like uh, like I say, they 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 didn't feel that that the CM Punk segment would be fun enough for the fans to end it, and they thought that the Jericho return wouldn't be a good way to end it. I I, I disagree. I think the the, the way that, that Jericho came through being that would have been an an okay ending to, to the show. Thank God. But how would like to have someone return to the ring with a broken ring in terms of how Kane came down? But, I don't know, what else do we have? Um, apparently, CM Punk is injured a little bit. Uh, after Raw, he returned backstage, and he said that he had banged up, and there was there, there were talks about him t- taking time off. Question is, 
If who are they going to put the belt on? Yes. Who, who, who would they possibly have? They can't put it back on Del Rio, because isn't he injured now, too? Yep. They can't... Would they? Is that why he? They put it on Dolph Ziggler. Well, Dolph, Dolph did it with the bell. Okay, we'll have to talk about that because I wasn't sure what happened on that. We'll talk about that during Raw. But um, so yeah, who? I'm not quite sure who they put it on. I mean, if they put it on Cena, that means Rock versus Cena at Mania would be for the belt. Which is oh, bad. Don't say that. Don't say that. Um. Well, I. Well, this kind of a bit of news. Apparently, Cena will be in the the elimination chamber um, for the WWE title. And of course, if Cena wins that, he's going mainly champion. So we could we could actually see Cena versus Rock for the WWE title. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Um, I know this is a last minute. It's going to be a last minute thing for WWE, but that's just. Horrific to to make to make that match overshadow any previous year of WWE uh, doing that. You know what I mean? Like it's a horrible way for them to to put everything together because it because like I said, it overshadows the WWE title. It's not supposed to do that because yep. WrestleMania. Is the WWE title is the foundation for WrestleMania? Yep. And to put it on The Rock, who's been gone for eight years, nine years now, because the dude was only had few appearances. Why would you do that? Why would you piss the fans off like that? It it well, really, you know. really hurts. It really hurts us as fans as. The IWC, as the people who come, who have been, as people who just started watching WWE, would even say the same thing. Why would you have it on this guy who's been gone for your company from your company for so long, and yet you're gonna put the fucking title on him? This is not TNA. What? That's a bit harsh. That's a bit. That harsh, is a bit yeah. harsh because at least with TNA, they put they put t their title on, on guys that have come from WWE. Oh, instead, of, instead of instead of the former former like champions and shit, no, they 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 put the belt on new wrestlers every two weeks. Um, <laughs> now, do you want to speak Let's of the it. worst ever bit of wrestling radio media reporting? This is probably the worst news article, news article that I've tell ever me. read in history. Right? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, <laughs> right, right, okay, I'm salivating, okay. I'm so, salivating. Yeah, like I say, <gasps> most sarcastic thing ever. Okay. Apparently, according to Peter Turner, WWE came up with two names for Rock and Cena. Now, okay, okay, okay. Logically, there can only be two endings to a Rock and Cena. Either Rock wins or Cena wins. Yes. <laughs> or, or in WWE history, it could also be a fuck-up ending. That meaning a run-in run to take out both people. It's happened at WrestleMania before. <laughs> yeah, it, it's happened at WrestleMania before. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, how bad? How bad a point is that? How bad? Like, oh, they got two ideas, but of course they fucking have. Um, apparently, RVD's contract with TNA expires in March, and he is seriously considering returning to WWE. Oh, so they're gonna make it a three-way? No, 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 no. 
No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Isn't RVD like exiled from WWE because of his thing in 2006? Nope. With Sabu? You should know by that. You can burn bridges as much as you want in WWE. If you make money, they'll bring back. Oh, yeah, that's true. You, like, like, literally, unless, unless your name is Tiffany and you <laughs> trash talk WWE in every single person you possibly can. And you beat up your Scottish boyfriend. And then ma- make him jump for you, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it's, I, would even, I, I don't believe I would ever publicly uh, destroyed WWE. I mean, unlike Miss uh, Tim Interval, who, when it, when she opens her mouth, it's WWE sucks because people sit the way to the top. Well, that's well then, love you must be a terrible lay because you've never got anywhere. But um... <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But uh, I, I, I kind of went on a tandem there. But yeah, so RVD might be returning to WWE. Speaking of people returning or not even debuting again, Brooks Clay. Apparently he was scheduled to debut, debut on TV last week. But now, once again... Now, now hold on here. You, you said w- the worst piece of media news? Yeah. Was that the RVD thing? No. It was the WWE came out with two endings from between Rock and Tina. Oh, okay. That's stupid. With, with that one, you can't come up with more than two. It's one or the other or a BS ending. <laughs> Seeing as how so, yeah. this is WrestleMania, you cannot have a BS ending. You've done it and before, why... and you paid the price for it. And You're that's why I didn't post... and That's why that news never made it on Headlocks. Um, what else do we have? Uh, if if that's trailer, really think... true, though, if that's really yep. true when you think about it, that could really destroy WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't want to see Cena versus Rock for the belt. Um, I don't either. I think it's a horrible idea, and I think it, it's one that could really, really hurt the WWE in more ways than one. So yep, yep, yep. there you go. As I say, both Clay was meant to debut, kind of failed. Apparently, they they weren't trying to make both Clay a big monster. Problem is, they want to make him a, a monster by by the Royal Rumble. Once again, they have four weeks until the Rumble, and they keep delaying his debut. You Royal Rumble is Royal Rumble's the same day as the Wrestling Radio Awards, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, January twenty ninth. Yep. Hey, WrestlingRadioAwards.com, people, check it out. Cheap plug. Good plug there. Um, Running the ropes. Yeah. On two of them, show of the year and female interview of the year with our guest today, Rima Faki. She's returning. Check yep, it out. Yep. Once per so, hour. Uh, like... Once per hour. One vote. Per, yeah. One vote per hour. Yeah. I'll show you what you say, but yeah. So uh, anyway, so yeah, that, the whole storyline will be that Brody Clay is pissed off. Um, I mean, when I saw Brody Clay, I mean, yes, he's a big dude, but I wouldn't impress him when it when it, when he was with Del Rio. He never had. I I agree. He was never that impressive when it came again when he came against the other people. I mean, good for him that you know he has experience in in, in you know get contact. Sport, well, I would say with, with handling people because, again, he's a former bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. But he, uh, when it comes to professional wrestling, it's like, do we really want to see him in? I hope he becomes a monster, but I just hope he doesn't. You know, sc- I just hope they don't screw it up or he doesn't screw it up. I I agree. Uh, what else we have? Apparently, according to Peter Peter Bidder, WWE producer Red Dog Brian James, Jesse James, we call him. Former uh, Running the Ropes been, guest. Yes. Has been in high uh, marks since returning to WWE. Good. Apparently, he, he's been very helpful with, with, with the young, young talent. 
and 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 had a little and and had had a good success ratio of putting matches together. So he is so he is part of the booking committee now. Yes. Oh, good. See, now that's the one thing I was wondering about because he has a mind for wrestling, and I and I'm glad that WWE is actually utilizing him now instead of pushing him off to the side and say, yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and handle this. You can go ahead and um, just sit in the corner and just be our tag team champion for a while. I would love, I I would love to see them bring bring back the uh, New Age Outlaws. I agree. D- d- I mean, yeah, aren't as like um like big as as they once were, but they could they could actually help the tag team. I agree. I I just think that with um everything going on. Within the WWE, I, I I'm not sure he, they would be able to make him a competitor. I don't know. I mean, plus well, he could do. plus he wasn't really that good of a singles competitor anyway. After his uh after his stuff in '95 when he was the real Double J saying the theme song. But I think um what what he could do is um bring him in and then have him go like. Get R Truth away from Crazy Man, because bear in mind R Truth and Road Dog were once tag team. Yeah, when he was K Quick, but I mean, by the by the way, I hope they put Matt Stryker back on commentary. Yes and no. I mean, (laughs) Matt Stryker, Matt Stryker's like Wikipedia, okay? (laughs) That's what made him good. That's what made him so good. And don't tell me no, because you know I'm right. It brought some history to the thing, and it told more than the story. No, no, no. Um, what else do we have? I, um, I kind of... Anyway. Apparently, and this is quite bizarre, AAA, uh, the Mexican company, are high on Bob Terry. Why? Um, I'm guessing, they, I'm guessing they, they like plants because he's green as fuck. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I can't really... I can't justify it. You know? Well... Mexico does have a lot of marijuana cartels out there. Maybe they think he's full of marijuana then. Because that's the only because way. Because he's get that him. green. Yeah, um like yeah, I mean Triple A are coming like as you might know, are doing a storyline with, with TNA where TNA keep keep raiding the company. Jeff is actually the world champion. So that like, makes sense. I, I like the fact that that uh, even though tri- isn't AAA an NWA uh, company, I believe so. So like, I'm glad they're not killing. They're not completely killing the ties with TNA, even though TNA has no idea how to handle their their championships. Well, bear in mind, Jeff Jarrett is the TNA, uh, is the AAA world champion. Right. So that, uh, that, that I, it's I, pretty I, cool though that that, that that they let him hold the title. But he can't wear the 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 AAA World Title on WWE TV. TNA, no, sorry, TNA. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, Wrong company, Crowley. <laughs> uh, do you have any more news? I'm, okay, okay, okay. I know you have one news you want to talk about. Brock okay. Lesnar, he got absolutely destroyed. He took his ball, went home. I okay. I saw that fight. I don't consider it taking his ball and running home at all, and I'll tell you why. Remember, keep in mind the fact that he had he already had his two bouts with diver- di- diverticulitis, 
which, you know, they they mentioned it on the show, you know, part of his colon was taken out, um, you know, things like that. His liver isn't the same because of it and all that. So, you know, you can't blame, you can't just say, oh, he took his ball got went home because he was at a weakened state. He, the, the fight with Alistair Overeem was big. I mean, I will say it was big. It wasn't. It didn't last as long as we hoped. I I, I hope to go. I helped it to make it to three rounds instead of five, um, or instead of the one that ended it. Um, but when you consider the fact that Lesnar was just outmatched in every category except for the physical attributes, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really surprising to see him lose. Seeing him retire wasn't a big surprise either because you don't expect the guy who's who had two big surgeries like that stay in the blood sport. Well, I won't say blood sport, but stay in the the sport of mixed martial arts. And I think that but, with go ahead. No, no, no. If you look at the look at Lesnar's history, when he when he got upset with WWE, he took the ball and went home. When he got upset with doing the NFL, he uh, he, he teased the ball went home. He had right. a history of doing that. But he wasn't upset with Dana White. He was not upset with UFC. You know, him right, retiring. Him lost. retiring. If you remember, at the end, uh, at the as in the post-fight interview he had, he said it was a thing. He promised his wife. He told his wife this was his wife's thing. You know, he never had a problem at all with UFC. He was very cooperative. Very, he was very, you know, easygoing when it came to mixed martial arts, and it was real. But then again, you know, it, it could be taking the ball and going home. But I don't think that with everything going on in his world that it, it, it would come to that. It, I mean, Japan in Japan, sure. You know, WWE, sure, NFL, okay, but, you know, K1 Dynamite would be, you know, he used that as a stepping stone to get to the UFC anyway. But he just never had a problem with UFC. It wasn't a big problem at all because Dana White wanted Brock Lesnar and Dana White provided. So big props for Dana White for giving a wrestler who not only is great in in professional wrestling but has held, has been able to hold his own up until now in mixed martial arts it's just unfortunate that he has to leave because of it because of the 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 sickness so now, i don't i don't really give me my i would mark the cow if that ever turns to WWE tomorrow don't get me wrong that would be great that 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 would be the IWC's just holy grail right now. Unfortunately, uh, he retired under contract to UFC, so his contract is still valid. And I just read something today that they put him on medical leave. Yes, yeah, I yes. I do follow MMA news every now and then, not too much, but you know every now and then. But they, you know, he he has to be. He's basically placed on a medical suspension. Until like eight days after my birthday, June twenty eighth. So, I, but I mean, I, like, like I say, the, the only problem that if Lesnar was to return to wrestling, they would have to make him a monster. 
he would never have to do like he he could never lose a match. Right, but if they know... make him a monster, they would have to make him very. They would have to put him very light on the schedule. I mean, like, literally, he he would just arrive, kick someone's ass, and leave, like like that. I mean, because people know that in in a real fight, he can kick ass, right? Here's what we gotta do. Here's what we gotta have. Three way match. Three way dance. Reinforce the ring. Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Mark Henry. Okay. Oh, now, oh, 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 oh. that would be fun. Okay, and now, okay, what we do? We take we take the suplex, okay, and turn it into the the fucking Tower of Doom. <laughs> I think that would like make a crater. I think. <laughs> do you know what happened? Do you know? Do you know what happened on Raw when Kane came, came like came out of that little crack? Okay, that crack would be the whole ring, and Paul <laughs> Hornswoggle would, would be crushed. I think Maybe. we'll actually see the ring break instead of like. Plan like fasteners and shit, and just no, 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 just no, no, really no. break it. You would just see it like, do you know when um, uh, Undertaker choke slammed um, Edge to Hell? Like, yes, quote unquote. Right, it'd be that. Yes. Literally, they would go through the ring. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you a fact, people. It's not easy to break those rings. It's really not easy to break a wrestling ring it's well, no, it's, mean, it's, like, it's 80% it's like 90% steel and 10% plywood and padding and cloth canvases it, it's plus, literally like that plus okay even, even if they rig it okay they only rig it before the match okay so wrestlers so it, I mean that, that makes it actually able to take bumps because they they, they still did bumps before that spot. If if it was too weak, that 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 ring would have broke when like Big Show did like a leg drop. That would have been, that ring would have broke during the Santino match. Yeah. So it 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 had to, it had to be still reinforced. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's again, it's not easy to break it. So I mean, there, there's just a whole other thing for it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you have any, any news? I don't have any news. But, oh, is this done? Okay, it's done. Um, I do want to get into some Monday Night Raw because okay. I, I, I mean, well, I want to, but it wasn't that good of a show, so I don't know if we should still cover it or not today. We are just just because I I think you and I will be having a a disagreement regarding the return of Jericho. Okay, well, YouTube's not functioning for me too well, so let's just go ahead and cover it. Um, do you have your results up? Give me 1.1 seconds. I will have my results up when my page decides to load up. <laughs> Live recording here on Running the Ropes. On the, on the random note, did, uh, did you see um, JR's new, like, new heel beard? He, he, He's got like, a heel got... beard? Yeah, he he he's growing it out. Like oh, he's awesome. got, he's he's got like a like a like a full on goatee. That's awesome. Um. So yes. Um. We'll start off with Mister Cena. Um. Mister Cena that he was okay with last week's Let's Go Cena. Cena sucks. Which Mad did fail badly. Um. Well, 
See, now they made the the belt. They made the shirt of Cena sucks. Oh, a... But yeah, that's just more money in Cena's pocket. Yep, yep, yep. That's all it is. There's no, there's no thing about, no way around it. It's just I mean, man, money in his if pocket. You, if if you want to make a Chris uh, a a credit sucks shirt, go for it. As 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 long as they, as long as they get royalties, I don't care. Yeah, um, like. If you if you really want to piss Cena off, make your own anti Cena shirt. <laughs> if that's how you really, really piss him off. So K, uh, so Cena got uh, interrupted by Kane, and Kane says that tonight Cena will feel the pain and embrace the hay and all that good chisel. Um, next up, Daniel Bryan versus Cody Rhodes. Match ends in a roll up. Uh, would him put over Cody? Me, because I, I, I really see Rhodes as the biggest star than Daniel Bryan. I think Cody Rhodes has a brighter future than Daniel Bryan. I think so too, but it's still not. I mean, he makes a great Intercontinental Champion. I think. Yeah, he's one of those guys that he he's he's a lot like how Mister Perfect was, or um. Rick Rude, you know, because those are two other great heels that made great Intercontinental Champions. You know, they they belong in that spot. Maybe, you know, they maybe they had potential to be in, you know, a world title picture, but they but they didn't have to. They didn't have to be in in that spot, so they just kept the Intercontinental title around their waist because they look good with a belt. Yep. So that I, makes sense. Uh, so what do we have next? Next up, um, we have Wade Barrett. Bar- Bar- he never pronounces Bar- his R's in his name. Barrett. Bar- That's because we English don't have R's. R's are banned. Barrett. <laughs> just ban the R's. Just fuck the R's. That's right. <laughs> yep. So, um, so out in way- England, you guys will know, is it unning the, ro- unning the Opes or what? It is earning the ropes. Earning the ropes. <laughs> yep. Uh, next up, we see the, the Bear Twins. Um, That's Puff Puff <laughs> Pass right there. Uh, next up, we see Seamus versus The Miz. This match doesn't get far when The Miz decides that he knows, wants no part of the Cutic Warrior. He tries to go up the stairs. Runs into R-Truth. R-Truth says that he found little Jimmy. Um, I found little Jimmy! Little Jimmy gonna get God. Uh, and he and he decides that the Miz is going to get got. I'll Miz... make my own conspiracy. <laughs> the Miz decides, you know what? I don't want part of the, 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 any part of the Black Angry Man. So he runs over the top rope. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry, over the barricade. Do you know what I love run... about WWE? They they make so much. They make like rather original. I would say rather original, like gimmicks out of racial stereotypes. Yeah, I mean, um, to be fair, if right, <laughs> like, if WWE was not PG right now, Little Jimmy would be it because I'm black. It would be a little black child. No, 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 no. It, it, it would be the powers that be are don't like our truth because he's black. That's what it would be if 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 it wasn't PG. But because it's PG, they have to make it friendly and kid friendly and make it funny. Right, but they still make so. They keep him around, but they just do like some racially. 
if, if this was any other company, it would be considered racially insensitive. But because it's WWE, it works. I don't know why. Right. When, like, I'm not sure if, I, if you know this, but when, but when they when they had Wade, um, Sheamus and Archie together on on the TV, your TV went a bit blurry because it didn't. It, <laughs> it's trying to, it's trying to. The HD is trying to compensate for the white balance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember running your own at yahoo.com. Send me your hate mail. <laughs> it's like in like and I'm not I don't have a racist bone in my body and I'm glad I don't but you look at it it's like you ever look you ever you ever use a camcorder and you put it up at like a light and you see it go dark you see it kind of go darker so so you can see the stuff on the light lip a little better Okay, that's what your TV's trying to do when they see Sheamus. I'm sorry. Sheamus, I love you. You're, you're a great wrestler. I, I respect the hell out of you. But goddamn. The good Lord, we're not <laughs> on college radio about now. I'd um, say the same thing on college radio, and I'd still get a laugh out of it. <laughs> but, um, you know, and he, know. he knows. He, he knows he's so white. He knows he's the whitest. The great white. He knows he's whiter than the sun. If only he's actually seen the sun. But, you know, it's like... It, you feel bad for him. Yeah, but... I, but I at, least really, he, at least he makes light of it. I don't really get why... Like, the great why... I mean, is he a shark? I love how they, how they really didn't like hide it anymore they like, said fuck it we'll just call him the great white because that works let's see how he goes i, I bet you thing, i bet you be anything someone from thq came up with that you know what i i think the best thing that i saw on raw was a sign in the crowd and someone sorry someone had drawn a shark and just gave it ginger hair <laughs> they had the term <laughs> great white shark wow I want that sign Whenever, if I ever want, if if I ever want to go back to a WWE show again, I will make a sign that says "Sheamus fears tanning beds." <laughs> I will, guaranteed. So and then, the, and that's how you'll know it's me, because I'll tell you what, I used to think Lesnar was like on steroids as much as Scott Steiner was, because the guy's huge. Like I know he's not now. I I know like now I know he's really not. But back then, back in 2004, I made a sign for a SmackDown show. I remember it so vividly too. Uh, it said Lesnar fears drug tests, and I had a pee bottle underneath. And I swear to God, the people in San Jose at the oh excuse me at the HP Pavilion, which was actually the Compact Center at the time, um, they the, the security guards just laughed. They're Fucking heads off! It was it was great. They're like that's the yeah. best one right there. It was great. I loved it. So I'm gonna make. Well, I will make Seamus fears tanning booths. Yeah. At my sign, my my crazy sign has been on both WWE and TNA TV. Mine has made it on the WWE television. Because I appeared twice. Once I appeared on ECW during the Abraham Washington show. I'm sorry to hear that. 
and like cause I, the, the crowd was telling me, who are you? Who are you? And then, well, I get this, I appeared on WWE Superstars twice, okay? I'm sorry and to hear that. No, it's funny, mate, because um, the first time, like, some some looker goes, oh, look, look. I was like, what the, oh, shit, the hard camera. So I was like, and then, right, the next year, because I, like, cause I, I didn't go last year, okay, because I thought, you know, well, I'm bored of WWE, okay? They reuse the same entrance, the same actual short, short intro. So I was on TV, despite not being at the arena. That's awesome. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, let, let's, let's continue on here with Raw. We're still covering Raw, for God's sakes. Ziggler versus CM Punk. Ziggler gets the wins via countout. Ziggler thinks that's TNA, and they've won the belt via countout. I know that's not a, a push at, at TNA. At one point in that company, you could win the belt by countout. Um, so yeah, that's NWA Ziggler, rules. You could win by you could win the belt if your opponent loses if your opponent loses via count or disqualification. That's NWA rules. So yeah, he thought they won the belt, but he didn't. Um, next up, we have dude match of the night. I mean, this 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 this, 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 this match here is match of the year. The better twins, which is Kelly Kelly and Eve. I mean, this match just had, because had, Eve looked good. Oh man, it, it had so much great chemistry. I mean, such great ring ring it is that ring awareness that KK even botched the stinky face. <laughs> How do you botch the stinky face? You're just standing around and shaking your ass and uh, with your cheeks in front of the face. Go back right and watch Raw. She missed <gasps> the stinky face. That's insane. How do you? Wait. Um, how does and she? Then, honestly, she only has a job because she's boning John Cena. That's it. Dude, dude, dude. She, she's married. No, he's not. He is. Oh well, who? Well, who is she going out with then? No one. She probably banged Johnny Ace. Well, Kelly, Kelly. Uh, well, Kelly, Kelly. Uh, I want to keep you on, but oh, oh, hello. <laughs> that's, that's I'm zipping like my Masters. pants. What the hell? That's like Chris Masters says said, said that uh, that a certain Satnam diva kept her job because she had had an oral agreement with uh, <laughs> Brian Goetz. Oral agreement, giggity yes. giggity. So yes, the like, like I said. So how how does one botch the sticky face? Um, I don't even know. But the I wonder the, uh, if Rikishi knows about it. Uh, oh, I'll see. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Bear Twins win via Twin Magic. Again, and how do you botch a roll-up? A small package. I've seen it botched. Right? I've seen it way botched before. But then again, that's independent-level botching. Right. It was that badly botched, right, that they couldn't show it on, like, like they couldn't even show the pinfall on replay. It was that badly botched. Wow. Um, next up, she has spoken. And the lights go out. The camera shakes. Break the walls down! Oh, my God. And Jericho returns. Jericho gets in the ring. Grabs the microphone. Dances around the ring for 10 minutes. Then leaves. This was a 10-minute promo? 12 minutes. 12-minute promo of Jericho not talking... He had the microphone in his hand, but he didn't talk. Just 
slapping the fans' hands and and just oh my god. I'm and just I'm reveling thinking, in the moment, I guess you'd call it. I'm thinking, Gabe, that um, because of course they want to put him in a feud um, with CM Punk. Um, like this, this is me. You, you, you do my fantastic wrestling mind, okay? Right. Oh, sorry. The... That's coming up in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So but basically, I'm thinking, okay? They go. Uh, Jericho's reasoning will be CM Punk. You got you got the fans behind you because you did a shoot promo, and 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 your words got the crowd going crazy. But I you didn't out. say anything. No, 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 no. Let me finish my sentence. Jericho, uh, Jericho will be like, Punk, you, 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 you got fans going crazy. I came out. I didn't say a word. I was trending worldwide on Twitter without saying a word. And that is why I'm the best in the world at what I do. It's logical. Yeah, but, I, and you know what? Maybe it is beneficial. Maybe, you know, it's a good time for someone to say thank you for doing that. And I think I'm the one to do it. I think I I, I have a question. What was your question? Who is she? That's what I'm wondering. Where's this shit you're talking about? Who made the call? Who did this? Your wife? You have a wife? I, I I'm, don't know. I'm probably I don't even know. I mean, that's okay. That's a good thing. Okay, about this 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 storyline. Let's say fans often complain to to, to WWT and TNA that they ruin storylines and rush them too quickly. Okay. Yes. If if Joker came out and goes, okay, I'm here. Uh, I was sent here by Tessa McMahon, and I, I'm I, I'm here to become world champion. So then, who's the she? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Right. By him not saying a word, why did he return? Who is she? We have more question answers. Exactly. So you Which know, but at the same time, you really gotta thank him for coming out. So I just thought I'd you know get this going, take some time out of my busy schedule from Call of Duty <laughs> and whatever other game I have going on at the time, Batman Arkham City, and just thought I'd write this out. So let's get to it. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Dear Chris, Chris Jericho Irvine, Thank you for giving the world 15 years of what was supposed to be an amazing career. From your debut against Lance Storm to Lionheart to the original Y2J, you've made fans follow you all over, and that always was fun to watch. You may have noticed my mentioning of the original in air quotes, Y2J, as if it was an original era. Thank you for those first five years. Before the PG era started, you've actually made a ton of great footage that lets me mute my TV whenever you're on TV today and the days following thereafter, because we know that's how it's going to be. Thank you for giving us the fun of calling the boss's daughter a trash bag eating hoe. <laughs> Thank you for talking smack to The Rock and Steve Austin, only to walk out the Undisputed Champion and brag about it. Uh, 
At least that, at least then, you were actually saying something. If you're reading this with Jerry Lawler, telling him, tell him thank you as well. Even though his commentary couldn't help you, at least he added a voice to your mark out of the fans. Leave that to the professionals. In closing, I just want to say, whenever I see you on TV now, I think back to the days in WCW where you unmasked Juventud Guerrera and turned him into a, a Michael Jackson mixture of The Rock. It's weird. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me a reason to mute WWE television again. Your friend, Brian Maverick Bertrand. <laughs> I, and that's the thank you note for this time. I just could not believe. <laughs> and it's like now, it, what's cool about my setup, how I have things, I can, I can mute my TV, look over, and start up a movie of a great match with Chris Jericho, and I bet it would have it made more sense to have that going on than whatever he's doing in the ring. You, you know, you end up thinking that you brought up the, that they called a Stephanie a trash, where it was for trash bag whatever. eating hoe. No, oh, yeah, actually, no, sorry about that. Uh, Mick Foley, when, when he came here for England for his book, for his uh, uh, uh comedy tour, he actually was backstage when Jericho and Vince were talking about that. And and he goes to Vince, Vince, that's a bit harsh. That's your daughter. I mean, I mean, replies, Well, Mick, you know, I'll do anything for ratings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and one thing I didn't put in this one was the fact that he he made light of uh, the boob job that she got. And uh, I think this was during the invasion angle. He said, "It's time to let the boobies hit the floor." It's just so good. Let the boobies hit the floor. Let the boobies hit the floor. <laughs> and. <laughs> I just thought it was. Uh, I'm sorry. I just, I am against, and, and it, it's it's hard for me to say this because I because uh, it's understandable why they did it. It's hard for me to comprehend the reasoning why he comes out on Monday, sits there, talk. You know, again, mic in hand, mind you. He wants to say something, but like. Fuck! Come on! Let me hear it again. I want to hear more. Come on! He gets out of the ring, slaps hands. Jerry Lawler didn't help. Jerry Lawler said, "Oh wow, the fans are half the fans are shocked and half the fans are are just wondering what he's doing, or something like that." It's like, no, all the fans are practically about to boo his ass out of the building, and that's what they did. If you've seen it at the end, when he walks up the ramp, the whole crowd is booing him. So, right, so that means, by default, I was right earlier, he turned heel. No, he didn't yes. turn heel. Okay, you okay, still okay, okay. have to talk if you're turning heel. Well, no, no, you don't. Okay, okay. So there's this, okay, you said, okay, the fans were booing him as he, as he walked away. They what were the booing him because he didn't do jack shit. Yes. So what fans did he do to a heel? That doesn't mean that, that... No, but still, you have to do a heel move. 
This is okay. a this is a wrestling stand. This is a wrestling promoter standpoint. You have. I'm not saying I'm a wrestling promoter, mind you, but you have to do something in order to be heel. You can't just come out, revel in the fact that the fans are glad that you're back, even though they knew you were coming, and just leave. You have to do something okay. else. So okay, so uh, okay, are you saying that you can't do an, a part of a story without saying a word? You have to do something in the story. Okay. It doesn't have I've... to be talking, but it has to be something in the story. Okay, don't... Okay, because I'm going to use a different example, okay? Undertaker, Triple H. Right. Not a word said. At all. And that matched it up for WrestleMania. Because that... it had a story to it. It had a yeah, story so of Triple Jericho. H standing up and getting in Taker's face for WrestleMania. That was the storyline. That was the build-up. They didn't have to say anything, but they progressed in the story with that. And I, but, but I agreed. Not a word was said, but there were hand gestures. There were, you know, something that people will understand. They were communicating with each other. Did you, you know? not see Jericho's sarcastic smile at the end? I did see it, but it wasn't. It didn't look sarcastic that was to me. A vintage Jericho sarcastic heel smile. We'll have to see what comes up next week because he, because you look at these promos and said the world as you know it was going to change on January 2nd. Nothing was changed. It was still more of WWE pulling their bullshit. And I said on the last show, the people that need to improve are in fact WWE in 2012. So I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna change like in a minute the the the, the uh, conversation to carry on because I have the most random point in the history to talk about. Okay, well, well, why? Okay, how about we do this then? How about we take a break, collect our thoughts, because this journal has pissed me off. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about Crelly's point in history. Also, later in the show, we're going to have the return of former Miss USA 2010 and former tough enough, former actual top tough enough competitor, Rima Faki, back on the show answering questions from the fans. So stick around. We'll be back right after this. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, triple W dot headlocks to headlines.com.
get one go around, and what you do with it is up to you. He doesn't need a reason to kick your ass. Anytime. Anywhere. Cowboy James Storm, the redneck in the ring. Sorry about your damn luck. TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Genesis. Live, Sunday, January 8th, only on pay-per-view. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows a gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart. But... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. I, the great WWE superstar Santino, will now predict the future. The winner of the Royal Rumble match is in the main event at WrestleMania for the title. Santino is going to go to WrestleMania. Yes, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm going to WrestleMania. Every man for himself for an opportunity to main event WrestleMania. It's the most unpredictable event of the year. WWE Royal Rumble, only on pay-per-view. Son of a God. Welcome back to Running the Ropes, exclusively here on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Mavic Bertrand with you once again with me, as always, Mr. Chris Kelly from HeadlocksAirlines.com. Chris, now, I understand you had some, some more bit of news that you wanted to share with us for us to talk about. Well, yeah, I mean, I brought up in the last segment about uh, RVD possibly going back to the WWE when his TNA contract expires. Well, the, the guys over on PW Torch have compiled a list of people that have been reported to be interested in being rehired by the E. And this list uh, basically shoots down or confirms if WWE wants them. The first people on the list are beer money. Apparently last year WWE wanted to sign them and bring them into the tag team. I, and app- I, I, don't, I don't think they would do good because of the fact that there's no competition for them except for the Usos. That's it. There's really nothing else for them. Uh, you could um do um the that Mexican faction, Hunico, Epico, and Primo. Yeah, but when you look at it, there's I mean WWE has really strayed away from the tag team division. That putting them put getting both Beer Money, both Bobby Roode and James Storm in there, just doesn't doesn't seem right. I mean, I I I personally don't think that. It would be beneficial for for beer money at all, because they do so good everywhere else, and yet they they'll come to WWE. They and I mean I'm sure that you know I'm sure they'll work their the style good, 
but they're going to be stuck in the mid card because that's WWE's thing. If they're if you have not been created by WWE, you're stuck in mid card or or high or lower. You know, but you're not. What what if what if, what if they break them up and bring them in individually? Same that thing. Maybe even worse because they're because of the fact that because of that fact that they have not been created by WWE. But and I but CM Punk, case in point, Daniel Bryan, case in point. You don't right, have, you but, don't, but look Carl, at how well, they I, look at how WWE adapted them. You know they it's it's you know those guys are the only are usually the only exceptions, but. They have to really prove themselves and tell Vince that you know what we don't want the bullshit going on. We don't want to be buried. We want to be up on there. We want to be your top stars, and yet you're gonna put in that we're initially put on the mid card. We're initially put on something that really has no place for us. You know, I can see. I mean, I love beer money. Don't get me wrong. I love beer money when they're a great tag team. But the fact remains that they, you know, and, and mind you, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan were not made by the competition, but Beer Money was. So right. that fact alone will keep them in mid-card or lower. Right, but I mean, let, let me say, if WWE had a tag team division, right? I mean, just imagine if Chris Hill, Hero didn't fail his test when he was being signed by E. How cool would it have been to see beer money versus the Kings of Wrestling? That would have been awesome. But still, you know, you you wouldn't have had much. But because of the fact that Chris... That would be the only competition they'd have. Would be Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli. That's it. And the Usos. And the Usos. And that's it. You you still don't have much within the WWE. The only way they could get... uh, Beer, the, the only way they'd be able to get beer money is if and when they the WWE refurnishes refurbishes their tag team division because that's that's I think the one thing that WWE needs to improve on. Well, yeah, I mean, I I think when when whenever you or I have into have interviewed a former tag team wrestler, i.e. Vodok, he even said that one day WWE will go back to pushing the tag teams. Yeah, and but, I, and I I could see that happening, especially now that uh, that Road Dog is working with WWE. Hey, RTR Boost. But I think I think if they could sit down, really sit down with the bookers and writers and all that, and tell them, hey, we got to get this tag team division up and running again. We got to be the. We have to show everyone. Why WWE has always been, has always had a good history with tag teams, and yet we're not focusing on that anymore because because they think uh, oh because storylines don't connect with the tag team division. The fuck they don't. Have you did you remember the Hart Foundation? Remember Demolition when they brought in Crush? You know there, there's a WWE there's man, dude. We know that WWE likes to forget history. Case in point, okay, on Raw this Monday night, okay, there's a bit where where King goes, Dusty Rhodes would be would would be upset with the action of Cody. Okay, who helped Cody Rhodes turn heel? Yeah, that was weird. I mean, wasn't it Dusty Rhodes that attacked Randy Orton? No, Dust, Dusty Rhodes helped him attack Rey Mysterio. Or Rey Mysterio, rather. So yes. I mean, 
don't yeah, yeah. Either way, either way, if they get their tag team division done, they could get beer money. But until then, fuck that. <laughs> Who else do you got? Next up, RVD. I mean, we talked about, about that earlier, so not really much to talk about there. No, Rob Van, honestly, Rob, and for RVD, RVD won't be able to come back to but WWE because of the fact that he's not going to stop smoking weed. No way much. in hell. Mainly because he's an advocate for it. And he's, you know, he he, he helps. He, he's really done good for with, for it, good with it. And, you know, really, and he's not going to change for WWE. There's no way in hell. Yeah, I, I agree. Next up, Matt Morgan. Now, this is a guy <laughs> that, that was actually made by WWE. But, of course, they gave him the worst gimmick, no demands, the whole stuff gimmick. But I think he's proven himself in TNA. I he, think, you know, Matt Morgan won't go. Yeah, he's, well, the thing is, he was he was, he was offered a chance to return to the company last year, but turned it down. Yeah, Matt Morgan he, he won't. TNA, and I see why. After the way they treated him in WWE and gave him that horrible gimmick, I barely remember the gimmick. You know, that's how much I know. I remember. I that's how much, you know, people remember Matt Morgan in WWE. I know he was in WWE. I don't remember what his gimmick was. So to see him come into TNA to be the the DNA of TNA and things like that, that was cool, you know. And it really set him up. And now he's at a great position tagging with Crimson as the TNA tag, the new TNA tag team champions, and really pushing that forward. So he's he's good with TNA. There's no way he's going to WWE. Now this one was interesting. Bully Ray. Now, I don't like Bully Ray just because, to me, at Bamford Grady, he was a prick. But that aside, I think Bully Ray could actually be good for WWE. Now, I hear people saying, why, why? He's old. He's old, right? But he had, he had experience. And him and Devon can still go. Well, So if you want to rebuild a tag team division, boys. I could see them going to WWE now because of the fact that TNA now has Ohio Valley Wrestling as their developmental instead of the t- instead of just the Team 3D Academy. Yeah. Um but I I I kind of agree they are getting up there in age, but WWE needs to this is another reason why WWE needs to acknowledge TNA as competition because they, you know, they have had great success in everywhere they've been. ECW, TNA, or ECW, WWE, and TNA. But it's only taken until now, after WWE stole their name, stole their gimmick. And if you don't believe me, it, it, look at look at how sincere Bubba Ray sounds in his shoot interviews with RF with RF Video. They. You know, WWE stole the Dudley Boy's name. Well, yes and no. I mean, they were offered the chance by Paul Heyman to buy the name Dudley Boy's, but didn't buy it. And then WWE gobbled it up. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, I I think that if if, if anything goes, I, I hope the only way they could get the Dudley Boy's back in WWE. The only, only, only way if they go back to WWE is to get rid of that PG-13 bullshit. Uh, but, I mean, his question for you and also our listeners. Would you bring him back as a, as a, as a Dudley Boys or would you bring him back separately? 
Yeah. How or or who would you want to see come to the WWE? Jump from TNA to WWE. Who would have better success jumping ship? You could always leave us a question. You could always leave us a comment here on Unchained-WWE.com. Hit me up on RunningTheRopes at Yahoo.com. Or, you know, send H2H Crelly or RTR Maverick. No, okay, at the end because, well, let's just face it, that's how I roll. On Twitter. Or, you know, however you want to do it. Because I think it would be really cool to, fig- to see what you guys think. I want to know what you people think. But I mean, I mean, Billy Ray. I mean, like, like I said, despite him being a dick to me about Bound for Glory, you you have to say that this that right now is his best. He 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 looks in great shape. He's doing the best he's done in years, and I could see him being an asset towards WWE as a top heel. He and actually I, lost a lot of weight too. He has, and like I said, he's he's been a pretty damn good heel. I mean, I I don't see him winning the world title in WWE or TNA, but he could be a flipping good mid card wrestler, in my opinion. He could be a good mid card wrestler, and he could be a great trainer in the back. Exactly. Uh, now, next up, we have well, our guest from last week, Jesse Neal. Apparently, there are talk about bringing him in because they think he might be a good prospect, but they're not sure. I mean, could you see Jesse going to to, to WWE? I don't see him going to FCW. You do, or you don't? Sorry. I don't. I don't. I. I mean. I love Jesse Neal. Jesse Neal's awesome. But I I think the style in WWE would be too demanding, but they've he's had great success. He did have pretty decent success in TNA. I mean, it's not every day you could get uh, you know, tag team title shots. Mm. But I think I I think if they brought him in, they really got to put over the fact that he was trained by the Deadly Boys. He would have to be with the Deadly Boys for a while. Um but it would be another it would be another thing to get rid of the whole PG gimmick. Yeah. But I mean not not only do they want to bring in or probably bring in um, Neil, but they also want to bring in Shannon Moore. Now Shannon Moore is someone that I think could easily go back WWE. Yeah, Shannon Moore started in WWE. Well, I mean, if if you write history, he went to WWE, like started in WWE. Uh-huh. Actually, actually, did he start in WWE? But yeah, I mean, he went to he WWE. was in WCW for a while, but then he wasn't there for that long. I mean, shortly after he joined WCW, they got bought out. Yeah, it was very I mean, I, shortly after because I barely, I I hardly remember any, him in at, in there at all. So. But I'm um um. But what I'm trying to say is, he went from WWE to TNA. WWE were like, oh shit, he's actually a pretty good wrestler. Like, re-signed back to the WWE two weeks later, and then got released again. I it, mean, if if they could rebuild the cruiserweight division, he would be a fantastic asset for that company. He really would. I mean, he was on ECW for a while. Yep. For that, so I mean. It'd be a good opportunity to to show hit to show people what he could do, and it'd be a great it'd be a big blow to TNA because that'd be a great X Division star right there. So I mean, if anything, WWE can benefit from having Shannon Moore back in their fold. Yeah, and but the thing is, will they do it? I mean, if you okay, will if, they do if, it? Yeah, maybe. I I mean, I don't see why not. The uh, WWE has used them before, 
but they probably just used him. But I mean, I think for for his benefit, I wouldn't go. I would stay with TNA or go to Japan or go to Mexico. Now, speaking of someone that probably should have went to the U when he had the chance, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe had the chance to go to the U back in 2000. Back in 2000. They talked about him going last year. Yeah, he resigned with TNA. I mean, TNA have buried him since. I watched his dark match in WWE before. It was funny. Um, would they get to Etebios? I think so. Um, I mean, could you see Joe being a star in WWE, or do you think he's kind of they've kind of missed the boat on him? Uh, the only... I'm trying to think... The only way I could see Samoa Joe make any good within the E is that he has to do his style. Yeah. Outside of that, he won't draw. Unfor- it's unfortunate. He could sell. He could talk. He could do this. He could do that. But if he can't wrestle his style, he he's out. He can't. There's no way no. he can conform to... WWE style, and it's unfortunate because Samoa Joe is very talented. Do you know what I would love to see? Samoa Joe versus Brutus Clay. Oh, that would be nice. That would be a dragon mount brawl. That would like that. That wouldn't be a wrestling match. That would just be a ball through walls. You're going for a table like it or not. Going for a wall like it or not. I mean, that would be a a monster's match to, to uh, say the least. Yeah, definitely. But I mean. The, it's only because Joe's only. I you know what's funny? I think WWE is actually getting tapes from 2006, which makes me laugh because Samoa Joe has always has had great indie matches, great indie matches against CM Punk. I bet you CM Punk would push for CM, for Samoa Joe, and Daniel Bryan would push for Samoa Joe, but. Considering how WWE works as a business rather than a wrestling promotion, it it's it seems impossible. So you never know. Now what else we have? Next up we have the Pope. Um now of course he did start in WWE. Yeah. I thought he was good. But then he got released because he came up with a weird ass gimmick called the Black Pope, which he now uses in TNA. So the Pope, Pope gimmick was going to be in WWE. Yeah. Um, the whole Pocus, uh, Pope has spoken. Um, this was when WWE used to use the WWE Universe page at the blog site. And he used to post like cryptic, cryptic messages on the, on, on, on the site going, blah, 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 PS, uh, PHS, Pope has spoken. And he talked about being the Black Pope. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And also... WWE stole his glasses. Yeah, I noticed that too. I noticed that too. But, I mean, Pope, yay or nay back in the WWE? Uh, you know, yay. Because he has experience going in, the, in that style. He's been a great asset for, de- for bringing up the ECW brand. He, as much as it was. Um, he had a great stint. As Elijah, uh, with his Elijah Burke gimmick, and he, you know, he can, he can go in WWE. I think, I think he makes a better WWE wrestler than a TNA wrestler, to be honest. Yeah. 
So uh, next up, and this and this I, I I'm kind of split on, Angelina Love. Now, she uh, uh, for me and this is gonna sound bizarre. She's too skinny to be a WWE diva. Oh, but she's she so looks, sexy. Um, no, right, she's hot, right? But she's too skinny. Like you know how Kelly like, Kelly's w- too w- skinny. Who is Kelly Kelly? She's pretty skinny. Oh no, dude! If you put KK next to um, Love, you will see a difference. Okay. Well, if the well, the, okay then. With that, then if she builds her muscle mass, she'd be a good. At, she'd be a good fit. But she has heat within WWE because, yeah. of course, WWE stole her gimmick. Uh, of course, WWE ripped off uh, the beautiful people. That's why I don't see her going to WWE then, because like, because then they'd have to admit that they stole her gimmick. They'd have to admit that because if not, you look at you look at WWE doing it, and oh, they're above the law. They 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 could steal they could do gimmick infringement, no problem. But I mean, that's the only way they'd be able to get her in is if they acknowledge the fact that they stole. The, the beautiful people gimmick to put it on Lay Cool. And knowing that Michelle McCool is married to The Undertaker now, I don't see that happening. I mean, I would love to see a Lay Cool versus uh, Beautiful People feud, but it, it wouldn't it wouldn't go well in a PG, a PG attitude because the whole thing about the, the Beautiful People was that, 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 that they were freaking hot and too hot for TV. Yeah, Velvet Sky would need to be there too. And her entrance, would, her entrance is not PG. No. But I would love to be that middle rope. But um Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh yeah, my mind's on blank. But yeah, um yeah uh, it it's a shame when a wrestler has heat with someone in in a high uh, position of power. Yeah, I... but but it's not really her it's not really her fault that has heat. It's the other people that have heat. Because they think that Oh well, just because it was your gimmick doesn't mean you own it. Blah blah blah, because you haven't signed a contract for it. But isn't that what you do in TNA? Don't you have to sign a contract to use that gimmick? Or but something? To, to, to be fair, like moves and gimmicks. Okay, moves like are stolen like daily. I mean, moves are stolen. Look. Moves, yeah, stolen all the time. Allah, when McCool made up, I say with brackets, the faith breaker. Which is the Styles Clash. Styles Clash. Or Which he claims he made up. Or when, uh, who was it? There's another diva that stole the Famouser. Oh, Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly had the Famouser. Um, and she calls the K2 or whatever the fuck. I still find it funny, right? That when right, they never call the move. It, it, it's like, Cena up, up top. Cena with the move. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, man, just call it Fame Master. I mean, even on WWE 12, it's called Fame Master. Just yeah, call exactly. it Fame Master, please. Please, please, please. It's it's stupid. But either way, I, I got my, my knockouts confused. Angelina loves one that's uh, that, that whose gimmick is basically having lesbian sex with uh, Winter, right? Yes. Okay. Kind of. Which, which is still kind of hot. Well, it, it, at first it was, yeah. But now, but now she's no longer un- unzombified. 
That's true. But without rhyme or reason. But I think that with uh, I I think WWE would have a better shot bringing in Velvet Sky than Angelina Love, unfortunately. Yeah, but Velvet Sky, of course, has the, the whole Shane Helms connection. Yeah, exactly. But it's so, a better chance bringing her in than uh, than Angelina Love. But I mean, that's the uh, kind of list of wrestlers that they want to. I mean, right now, Mav, if, if 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 I go to you, okay, you 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 have a blank check, okay, blank check. You can look at the the roster of TNA. Who would you bring in? And how? Uh, who would I bring in, in TNA? No, no. Who would you bring into into the WWE from TNA? And how? Who would I bring in to WWE from TNA? That is a very good question. I would bring in... I would start off by bringing in Bobby Roode. But okay. he would have the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, as his manager. And then he could run off the whole it-pays-to-be-Roode gimmick. Even though it's a TNA gimmick, don't get me wrong, it's a TNA gimmick, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it fits him so perfectly. The guy looks good in a suit. Yes. And the guy is uh, Bobby Roode is a hell of a wrestler. Here's who here's who he would work with too. He would have Arn Anderson as a trainer, as an agent. Okay, and that would work awesome backstage. Bobby Roode would have DiBiase as a manager to come out to the ring and all that and really endorse him as the new million-dollar champion. His feud would be against DiBiase Jr. because million-dollar man would say his son betrayed him, say he did not live up to the name. Lost the belt to go for a bit. Lost the belt for a bit, you know, things like that. Just make, you know, make up some stuff. Like, when I gave you the belt, you, uh... Lost it. You lost it. Not only did you lose it, but you denounced the name. You denounced the, the legacy I left behind with that belt because I was the only one that had that belt and did not give it up for anyone. You know, I, ga- I even gave it to Stone Cold Steve Austin before he made it big and it made him a star. You know, he could do stuff like that and it would be amazing. So... That would, and then so I'm gonna bring in a guy that that knows that knows how it's pay, how it pays or, or something like that, <laughs> and then boom, Bobby Roode comes out, and then you got that going. Um, I would bring back the Deadly Boys, and then Elon, have them shoot. The table. I would have them do a work shoot as to. The fact that the tag team division in WWE has been downhill since 2005 when they left. And then bring back the tables match. Bring back, have them go against John Cena and CM Punk in a tag team match. Have them win that. Go on to face Santino and, or sorry, Air Boom. And have them win the tag team champions. Look at the belt saying, these are fucking pennies. And throw the belts away and have their the old WWE t- tag team titles back. 
Um, I would bring in. Uh, who was it? I would bring in Crimson. I would bring. No. I don't get me wrong. He would have to start out in FCW for a bit. But I would have him come in, and at the same time, bring back Batista. Have you know, Crimson and Batista. You know what I would do with Crimson? I would put him. I would put him outside WWE HQ because he would fit in right, right in with the plants. Have him and Mason Ryan <laughs> together outside <laughs> WWE HQ. No, doing do, 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 do okay. It. Then no. no. Then 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 we'll we'll have we'll have Crimson and tag. We'll have Crimson go against Mason Ryan. See who's got the bigger green card. Wait. <laughs> Holy shit. See dude. who's greener, I should say. Dude, that match, right, would be like, dude, Botchamania would just have a field day with that match. Oh, Matthew like, would love it. I mean, like, dude, literally, that whole match would be on Botchamania. Well, I, fi- I figure this way. It's not going to be worse than Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania 20. Um, it won't be. Uh, I don't know. I think Big Show versus Batista on ECW at the Hammerstein Ballroom was worse than that. <laughs> when the crowd was trying to change the channel. Only because only because the crowd was just so distracting and drowned them out. That was like the only time they went to the Hammerstein Ballroom. And co- and uh, Ted was like, uh, why would you want to change the channel? This is a great, this is a great match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is bullshit. Poor... <laughs> Poor Taz. I, you know, I saw that one, and he was the only guy, the only ECW guy that I just felt so because you know he had great matches there, he had amazing matches there. He, had, you know, all the ECW originals did, but then he's got to go out there, crowds booing everyone out of the building, and just like, fuck, you you gotta feel bad for him. No, I would obviously Taz back in the E. No. Just choke out, just just choke out Michael Cole, <laughs> and then come back. Yeah, Ooh, choke out even... Michael Cole, walk out, boom, hundred thousand dollar <laughs> payday right there. Someone, okay, Jr. Please put, please put a bounty on Cole's head. Oh my god! Like, do you know, do you know when like they had uh, Bill Goldberg on the bounty? Where like, uh, wouldn't it? It was Evolution. We're offering money to, to, to uh, take him out. Yeah. Put half a million dollars on the head of Michael Cole and have him being chased on the whole like arena for the whole roster. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I can dream, right? But Taz, I don't think he'll want to come back to WWE only because of the fact that he doesn't want to he doesn't want to travel. Right, but also he left because he was getting shouted in by the year, right? By yes, true. Man. That's true. Is, uh, but fucking uh, Mick Foley left WWE because he was depressed with being shouted at by uh, Mr. Man. So the only it's way Taz fine. would come back to WWE is for, is two factors. One, give him Matt Stryker as the play-by-play. <laughs> have Matt Stryker. No, li- I swear. Hear me out. I swear you have a heart of Matt Stryker. Here, <laughs> I do. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. Matt Stryker. He was also getting pushed around be- because of the headset in the e- at the E. Have him be the play-by-play commentator. Tell Vince McMahon to shut the fuck up in the headset and just let them roll with it. Let them commentate. 
at the same time, they would have to have a show where where commentary for storylines wasn't really a factor. You, like, you could still do it, but do it to a point like how Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan did it. Or, you, you know, like stuff like that. That way, no. that way, Stryker has the knowledge of the history, whereas Taz would have the technical knowledge of the moves being performed. Because that's what I loved about, that's what I loved a lot about T, about Taz. Kurt Angle did a judo seonage. And I know that yeah. move because I used to take judo when I was a kid. So, he, you know, uh, Taz is the only one that caught that. Uh, STO, boom, Taz caught it. You know, he called these moves that no one really knew about but saw in other sports. You know, and, and when uh, Undertaker did the Hell's Gate, he called it a triangle holder or key lock, and yeah. really and really put it out there. He could call it a uh, whatever uh, a go-go platter, which is I think the technical name in, in MMA. You could call it that. So it would make sense to have Taz and Stryker come in together as long as Vince McMahon shuts the hell up. Could you imagine this, right? Like, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Vince McMahon, shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> Vince, I swear to God, if you talk in these headsets, I will come back there and punch you so hard, Bret Hart will be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... That would be Monday Night Raw right there. Dude, that show would be like an A star in my opinion. I want to apologize um, for everyone listening and suddenly <laughs> having to turn on down their stereos or iPods because of that just that last moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's that? Because uh, I'm looking – because we record, we record the show live, by the way. For everyone that doesn't know, we record the show live. And I just noticed that's kind of loud. <laughs> Yeah, like like literally, we do we just as if, as if we're like we 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 literally sit here during the break, do jackal, but um, I was I have apart I know I'm kind of going to left field here, but apparently <laughs> there's heat on Evan Bourne. What are you today? What? Apparently, yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, uh, just uh, because uh, he got suspended for smoking weed, and you guys caught him, and now you're pissed off at him again. Why? Oh, this is what it said. It says, there's heat on Evan Bourne after Triple H confronted him a few weeks back, blaming him for the story, story about our true suspension getting out for smoking fake marijuana, as well as, as, well as announcing that they would do it together. It said that, it, it said that uh, Triple H is not a fan of Bourne, but, Ste- but Stephanie McMahon thinks he'd bring something, something unique to the table. Even with Stephanie's support, there are whispers that women don't agree that Bourne is, is, is able to become the next uh, Paul London. A guy with talent who is mentally broken by the system. Who's mentally broken by the WWE style. And I yes. feel bad for Paul. I hope Paul London... And I think Paul London wrestles out here now. So, I mean, I feel bad for Paul London because he was great in WWE. There was one moment I remember watching when it when was not- the... Uh, it was No, it was SmackDown. It was the, beat the, the first beat the clock sprint. And it was Paul London going against his tag team partner at the time, Brian Kendrick. And they did this really fast, speedy fucking match that was just fun to watch. Uh, they couldn't beat Kane's time, 
but just the style they used and how fast both of them were together and the chemistry in the ring. Oh, it was so good. It, well, it showed well, their talent, to be honest. The funny thing about Paul London was two things. A, they they were like, do you know when like he used to like run down the ring right and slide on his knees, right? Right. Apparently, what he did, he had a, like kind of a game with himself. How far he could get across the ring. <laughs> and I remember that because he he slid and slid all the way across yes. and fell out of the ring. <laughs> and he got up like, yeah! <laughs> I remember that. And the thing that killed his career in WWE. Back when Mr. Man was getting blown up to hell. And he walked past the whole roster. Paul London was there laughing his ass off. And like he he was just meant to be like a kind of like a uh, kind of like a uh, just just there to be like a pretty face, but because he was laughing so so much, people thought that he was involved in the angle. So that and that's what killed his uh, his career. That's he sad because he you know and I I loved his gimmick in WWE. He was great to watch. The guy was fast. He was speedy. He was one of my favorite characters on. SmackDown vs. Raw 09 that I still have, by the way, and uh, it, it sucks because he could have been he could have been bigger than he already is. He already was. Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing with wrestling is that it is way too much who's sucking who, who off backstage. Exactly. Like I saw I saw an interview with um, with Michelle McCool, and she was talking uh, about. How she feels like she's like kind of being put under the microscope uh, by by wrestling fans because of who she's banging, and she said that she, that that she earned that she earned her way to the top. And I don't I doubt agree, that. But I don't at the same time. I don't doubt that because she, you know, she has a spot, and yet she doesn't think that she's getting over with the fans now. It, I'm sorry, who was it again? Michelle McCool. Yeah, McCool. Yeah, she thinks that the fans think that she's only where she is because she's banging Taker. Well, see, that's kind of true, though. I mean, look back to when both Take and McCool were on Raw. Guaranteed, follow it, like it, it. Whenever it was Taker segment, it was either followed or um, before a a a, a Michelle McCool segment. I mean, that's yeah. how much of a rub she got. But on 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 the other hand, I would take her back any day of the week. She's a good. Wrestler, not a diva. Wrestler, but then that would have to be a point where WWE would need to bring back women's wrestling and not diva wrestling, because there's a big difference between women's wrestling and divas wrestling, and I've seen it. Well, diva wrestling, we have Kelly Kelly that can't do a stinky face, and then you have you know. Speaking of which, I would want, I would personally love to get. A sexy stink face for Miss Tess Mocker. Oh. I'm just putting that out there. I'm just putting, I'm just putting out there that she knew who I was at Bound for Glory. Um, <laughs> and I added. And hey, Miss Tess Mocker, hey, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> Next time I go to Bound for Glory, I'll get a liner. Um, there you go. Because because I am going like that right. Hey, that, and, and she has to say that she'll give a stinky stink face to me. <laughs> sexy stink face. That's right, a hit, sticky hit. stink face. Stinky stink face, yes. <laughs> right, here's the plan, right? I am planning on next year going to Bound for Glory, okay? Good. 
I want to see who I can get from the wrestling radio shows that I work with to go. I want to go, but I'd have to get money. And I am a little... Str- oh, and I have until next... Well, because I have a cruise. I might be going yeah, to but, Vegas this year. Because tickets don't go on... Like, because for you guys, the travel pack... Like, the VIP package is, is only $200. But really? because I have... Hmm? Really? That's yeah. fucking cheap. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't believe that includes a hotel. Oh, so wow. that, that, But that's for front row seats and the meet and greets. Oh yeah, I'd to- I'd totally be able to afford that. Um, then I gotta get airfare and hotel too. Like, but for me, uh, well, like for me, um, if you want, like, because you can get the travel package, that's like six hundred dollars, but that includes a three night stay in the in a hotel as well. That's still not too bad. I know, but um, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I, I so yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna next year to Bamford Glory. And I want to see who I can get to come to Battle for Glory. Well, it looks like you might have a West Coast homie coming by. Sweet. Because I, I want to see, like, because the reason, the reason I want to go to Battle for Glory is because like, I had so much fun there. I mean, yeah, the show was not great, but I had fun just, like, hanging out with wrestlers. Where's it going to be this year? I don't know yet. They don't really announce until August. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it was just fucking Anyway, fun. we got off on a tangent. You keep derailing the show, Crelly. <laughs> so yeah, Evan Bourne is 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 being bad told off because he keeps grieving his angerness towards WWE on Twitter, which he kind of doesn't to be honest. I mean, I don't see him going WWE sucks, Twitter can suck my left nut. Um, I think that's just WWE being paranoid to be honest. I think WWE is being too harsh on him because well, some people have done that before in the past, and they. There was a point where they would talk to him, and they're not—they're not mad. They're just pissed off because they don't get, you know, they don't get at a higher spot that they deserve. Because Evan Bourne deserves to be in a good spot. Oh yeah, like the the dude had never got the push that the push they deserved. I mean, no. he was he was meant to win the ECW title, but that but that didn't happen. He he got traded to Raw. He he then had a, a, a little tag team with um, Mysterio. You know that who was, was also supposed to win the ECW title? Who? Chris Benoit. Yeah, it's true. The and this and this kind of I I, I know you kind of kind of developed it, but the <laughs> only reason that, the only reason that we have CM Punk as a big superstar, kind of. Yeah. Actually, it's because didn't wasn't CM Punk his mystery opponent, or was it John Morrison that replaced him? Was, I think it wasn't it for who? Wouldn't it? When Benoit went missing. Oh no! It was uh, John Morrison. Yeah, because did, did he? John Morrison won the belt. Yeah. Because of. Oh no 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 yeah. no 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 no! He was gonna Benoit was gonna win it from CM Punk. But the whole thing happened, and it was John Morrison that replaced him. And then didn't and then who who won the belt? Who won the match? Uh, John Morrison. So yeah. The uh, so basically the reason that the whole WWE roster is infected with Melina is because of Benoit. <laughs> God because damn that's it! How, that how that how John Morrison got a push. God damn it, Benoit! <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know, it happens, and you get you feel bad for and, and but now, how the fuck do we get to Benoit? 
Um, because, well, because of that, I mean. Oh, because he because you brought up someone that 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 was meant to win oh, the poll. I, I'm I'm just confused on the why we were talking about that. We were talking about Evan Bourne. Yeah, then you brought up how the fact that um how oh. he how he was meant to win the belt. Damn it, Crowley. Um, that was your fault. You that was not my fault. <laughs> it really was. Um, <laughs> I lost track of what I was talking about, but I think I mean Evan Bourne. Not you know, there's some wrestlers that are still pissed off about how the way they're being treated with, by WWE. I don't blame I you know if he leaves, I won't blame him. I don't blame him at all. But I I can agree with WWE standpoint to say you know what the best thing you gotta do, take you know chill, take some time off like you did when you got suspended, and just you know, just. Just work with us. Let us know what you want to do, and we'll try and work around that. So. No, and I, I, I know I'm kind of going to sidetrack here, but when when John Morrison won the belt, that show, the se- the semi main event was the Divas match. <laughs> Candice Michelle versus Melina. Yeah. Why are you looking at the Night of Champions 07 card? Uh, I don't know. That 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 happened. I mean, I, I, you know that I quite often. You have ADD, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought be. I was bad. But yeah, um, that's all the news that I've got, and I know we have our guest coming up very soon. It's true. So let's go ahead. We'll take a break. When we get back, we will have Rima Faki on the show. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. In this life, you only get one go around, and what you do with it is up to you. He doesn't need a reason to kick your ass. Anytime, anywhere. Cowboy James Storm, the redneck in the ring. Sorry about your damn luck. TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Genesis. Live, Sunday, January 8th, only on pay-per-view. I, the great WWE superstar Santino, will now predict the future. The winner of the Royal Rumble match is in the main event at WrestleMania for the title. Santino is going to go to WrestleMania. Yes, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm going to WrestleMania. Every man for himself for an opportunity to main event WrestleMania. It's the most unpredictable event of the year. WWE Royal Rumble, only on pay-per-view. Son of my God. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday nights? Well, if you haven't, make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday nights with JJ Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers SmackDown video games and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat. Since 1996, Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. 
such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. Radio Killer, Big Snoop D.O. Dub, The American Dream. Hey, yo, nephew, won't you come up off them keys and sing a little something for the ladies? You know what I'm talking about? Let them know how we feeling right now. All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes, exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Now, before we went to break, we said we were going to have uh, Miss Rima Fakie on. Unfortunately, uh, something probably came up. I'm not faulting her or anything, but she's unable to be with us this on this recording of the show. But we're going to try again for the next episode. Um, just nothing major happened. Just, you know, something. Uh, just a missed window. That's all. So I... I, I think it I think it's uh, because she was traveling, so I believe that's why it was on or today, or she was on a shopping spree with Christy Hemi. Christy <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> Hemi. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> well, I'm not poor Hemi. <laughs> but but and and, and like, this, that that is a great segue. Of course, Christy Hemi is a ring announcer for TNA. Yes. And, and as you know, I was I was already planning to go to TNA on the 28th, and then Miss Dixie Carr has, has announced that that they are turning the house show into a TV taping. Yeah, like I saw that on Facebook today, and you got like you guys freaking loved your TNA. Oh, dude! I want to move to England. I mean, cut, the, the stuff going on in, in my country aside, I want to go to. I want to go to UK so I can talk TNA with someone. Oh man, like okay. Bear in mind when I went to the Impact Zone, okay, it was me, me and my mate Stephen, and we got the most British chance going. Like we were trying to uh, towards Bischoff. Who are ya? Who are ya? Which of course is the British chant. Yeah, <laughs> is okay, imagine. Isn't that like also? Thousand. Isn't that also okay. a uh, like a soccer Some, chant? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought. Is it, is it, what did you say? Hey, dude, imagine okay, eight thousand fans at the like at Impact. That's how many people will be at the show. Eight thousand. That's what. Okay. That's the most they've had so far, I think. Yep, yep. The highest ever attendance was in Britain when they came to England last year. And they and they had eight thousand people in attendance, and I'm willing to bet because they, they've never made it at TV tapings, they they can get about ten thousand people. In that arena. And so that that arena. That really can can hold twenty thirty thousand people. And what's cool about that is that you know they're so well received, and they're gonna they might hit eight thousand people in Dude, England. They they could hit they could easily hit fifteen thousand. If yeah. they had if they had announced it earlier, right, instead of like a two two uh, two two beforehand, 
they could easily outdrawn WWE. What the fuck, man? Why can't we be like? Th- why can't? Why can't American fans take TNA? Uh, because... I don't understand that. But okay, here's, here's the thing, right? And uh, and I know people can get upset at me. It's because American fans are so glut- like uh, gluttonous when it comes to wrestling, right? That they they basically demand world class wrestling. Okay, here in England, we don't get wrestling every single week live, like, like like you guys do. We get indie wrestling, right? Which no, which no offense to any like like indie promoters, because like I'm friends with one, right? That's not world class wrestling. So when whenever we see a WWE show or a TNA show, we are going crazy. Even even if it's a Divas match, we will we will go crazy for it. We want so basically, you're saying that Americans want it to be, uh, they want it to be the best, and anything less than the best is shit. Yes, and even even if it is good, they will boo it. And because... see, that's why that's why I kind of feel bad for uh, Jim Cornette for Ring of Honor. Because, or actually for Ring of Honor as a whole, because Ring of Honor has great wrestling, great, you know, talent, amazing talent. I mean, look who they produced, you know, Uh, but they don't take, uh, uh, they don't have that exposure, even though they're exactly what the true fan wants. And that's wrestling, wrestling, you know, um, Jim Cornette would probably feel the worst about it because he he stands by Ring of Honor and loves the hell out of it and yet we don't have and yet they don't have much they're on Sinclair don't get me wrong Sinclair owns Ring of Honor now and I'm freaking happy that Ring of Honor has that ste- has stepped up like that but Sinclair's not completely national as much as Ring of Honor wants to say and it's no offense to them at all Sinclair does not reach the entire country. You are not seen completely across the nation. Because yeah, if you look on Sinclair's website, they only cover about 15 states. But like, 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 like for example, if they were to bring ROH here, right, and, I, and, I, and I've even said before that the, the, the thing with ROH is they, they don't tell a story. They, they go out there, and yes, it is a spot fest, I say in brackets, but in theory, wrestling is one big spot fest. Yes. But um, if man, if if Honor was here, the uh, the crowd would go crazy because yes, it is indie style, but it's different indie style. I mean, you guys don't know how lucky you are to but, get a house show every like two or three weeks. We get it every six months. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's the sad thing about you guys is that you love your TNA, but you don't get many like you don't get as much of it as we do out here. Oh, uh, okay. TNA, they've come out a lot to... more. Well, yeah, TNA we used to. Oh, yeah, we get once a year. WWE we get twice a year. So the fans here, we like the thing is like, like I say, when when they go around America, you 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 can see what crowd are hot. I mean, you can see, for example, Philadelphia is a hot crowd. Chicago is a hot crowd. But there are other crowds who are just dead. Like. For, for example, when they go back to uh, Connecticut, Connecticut, how dead? Yes. <laughs> what yeah. was that word? What was his name of the state? The word "fuck you, man." <laughs> but um, so yeah, and like because they're, they're so used to wrestling, they they don't pop for it. But when when they come here, 
we are going batshit crazy because we are like, and I, and I know I'm going to sound like a, a prick, but it's because we, the fans in England, give back to the wrestlers because that's we true. thank them for coming here. That's true. That that that's actually very true. Um, I I've known. I know some companies would go out do after parties at like certain places, but then there's you know, but they're not usually as welcome. I mean, when you guys come to when, when TNA comes to your neck of the woods, you guys are out at bars, at nightclubs, and you're fucking giving them shit and just really putting it out there. So that's what that's what I love about you know international crowds is that they. They don't get it as much as we do, and we're so tired of what we got. But when that stuff, when you introduce that into an into another crowd that hasn't had much of it except for what they had on TV, you get a lot. You get a much different reaction. And also, I mean, even when we had so uh, so on the show, she even said that everyone in the Impact Zone they know them personally. Yeah, everyone, everyone in the five, first front like five rows. Are VIPs or family, so they are known to to the wrestlers. And especially in your case, Crelly, because you told me before that JB remembered you from Wrestling News Live during that interview, but you came yeah. up to him at a bar. The first, I guess, it was the first time you went, and then he's like, "Oh, you're the fucking foreign kid, right?" <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so I mean that that alone tells me that. They recognize you. They recognize yeah. you as fans. They don't rec- They recognize us as fans, but not to the extent of you. Well, and yeah, that's I mean, always that's always a, a real special thing to have with their fans. TNA should extend that out here to, uh, you know, us, and give us more fucking interviews. But the thing is, right? The, the thing with the American face and TNA, TNA knows right, and this, and this is a bad thing. They are stuck at that 1.1 rating, right? Yeah, usually no average at 1.1. No matter what they do, they'll be stuck around that rating. I mean, they they could bring in John Cena and Undertaker next week, right? Right. Let's do it at 1.1. Because the American crowd has this mindset of, it's TNA, it's shit, it's, it's WWE want to be, it's where they're it's going to die. Well, I, I mean, their career goes to die. And, you when know, it, and at one point, it was like that. It was like that because then you had Kurt Angle go there. Kurt Angle was there, and it was highly, highly anticipated. But they still got a one, a one point two, and that was a stretch. So yeah, and go ahead. It's like I say, it's 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 because the American fans don't appreciate wrestling. And I, and like I say, I know I'm gonna like a dick, but it's true. You yeah, guys don't. Not many, not many people appreciate, you know, professional wrestling anymore, because of the rise of mixed martial arts. The UFC, uh, you know, strike force at one point, now Bellator championships, um, you know, and, and it's sad. I mean, we uh, on UFC practically, I'll say practically, because I'm I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say I know. But you could accredit professional wrestling to the rise of UFC. Yep. Without without the theatrics of professional wrestling, mixed martial arts would have stayed as a little regional championship, 
state championship, Olymp you know, let alone you have Taekwondo and Judo as Olympic sports, you know, I mean, prof without profession, I mean, not many fans think about it. I put on Facebook last night, mind you, the record the recording of Running the Ropes doesn't just take, usually doesn't take place in the same day, sometimes, sometimes, but anyway, usually, uh, last night I put on a fa uh, status on my Facebook saying that, Basically saying that, as say, say you have someone that loves football, loves the Chargers, or loves the 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 Patriots or something, and knows the players, knows the, the coaches and all that. Well, there are people like me that know the same know about the same amount of stuff in professional wrestling as you would in your history of the Forty ers or the Charger, or uh, the Raiders, or Cowboys, or whatever. You know, there's still that passionate group, and I think that's the people that TNA has kept grabbing, well, some of those people. I won't say all, but some of those people can it be attributed to the loyal fan base of TNA Wrestling. But, Wait, I mean, it's, it's right. not as much as it, as it should be. You're right, T TNA, right? They have their little fan base. And I don't know what it would take for them to get out of that one point we're making, but they have a loyal fan base. I mean, uh, and I know people are like, yeah, but WWE, I've got a 3.1 each week. Difference between WWE and TNA. WWE's been around for how long? Yeah, but WWE 15, doesn't just... 16 years? Oh, more than that. About 40-something about years. And TNA's been around for how long? Yeah, exactly. For for nine. only nine years, so that can be attributed to it. But at the same time, WWE does not cater to us no. as much. I mean, they do because they'll bring back the legends and they'll bring back they'll bring in guys who are well known in the indies, like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, even though it's not his real name. But they and now with uh, Claudio Castagnoli and all that, and you know. Feels like that. We'll see more. We see more of those pop up because the fans notice it. The 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 hardcore fans notice it. So, but um, you're right. You're right. I mean, WWE does not cater to the fan. And okay, okay, okay here's the point. Oh, TNA again. has an TNA is just as guilty. No, but I mean, okay, like what I mean, okay, is when when you book ticket uh, like a uh, a travel package with with, uh, with TNA, okay. They put you in a separate hotel. No, sorry. TNA put you in the same hotel as the wrestlers. WWE put you in a different hotel completely. Like WWE basically makes sure you're at least five miles away from the wrestlers. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah, and um, for example, could uh, could you imagine if uh, if like if you try to have a beer with uh, with a uh, freaking like John Cena? It would not happen. No, not at all. Yeah, but I can say there that is I, a rare... I had a beer with James Storm. Yeah, really. There, I mean, there's not many videos out there of WWE wrestlers at bars as much as TNA. Not at all. Um, what What's funny about that is uh, t uh, there's a video out there from I want to say 2004. 
uh, spirit during the Spirit Squad era. Ugh. Sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to remind anyone of the Spirit Squad era, but this is relevant, unfortunately. I, I apologize. The Spirit Squad. Um, <laughs> yeah, remember when Dolph Ziggler was uh, nickname nickname was Nikki. Oh, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> again, I apologize. There's one video where they're all at the where it's John Cena, Big Show. I want to say two other wrestlers, but I, it was too bur- blurry to see. And uh, one of the guys from Spirit Squad, I want to say, uh, I want to say it was Mikey uh, Miz before he became the Miz. Um, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Um, there was there was a Mikey in the Spirit Squad, but it wasn't the Miz. Uh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. It might have been Dolph Ziggler when he was Nikki. Could be. I I could be wrong, but um. Anyway, they got him up. They had him take his shirt off. John Cena's sitting there. He's still all John Cena'd out with all his gimmick. <laughs> and it's funny. You see, this is when he start. He just started doing the uh, the blue wristbands. So imagine that and him holding a Bud Light. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Anyway, anyway, back to the story. He has him take the sh- Johnson has him take the shirt off, just as an initiation thing, I guess. So he com- comes up, and he and you see him wind up and just give him the biggest open hand chop that would put Big Show to shame. It was so hard, and you could literally feel it in your chest in your chest as it happens. <sighs> but I mean that that's just one of those rare videos you never ever see. Much, you know. That's the reason why I brought it up. Yeah, uh, for anyone but, uh, that didn't but, keep up. <laughs> but I, like, like I say, I think like, what we're trying to say is um, TNA are much more fan interactive, right? I mean, just well, like, just I, I'm not, like, I'm not going to say much more because they still have a lot of places that they haven't tapped yet. But I will say they are, they are more interactive than WWE has ever been. Yeah, I'll, that's I agree. just my opinion. So yeah. Anyway, but yeah, t- TNA coming to England and turning into TNA t- is a fucking fantastic idea. I agree, and they should do and, that when they come to NorCal or whatever. You know, make those TV tapings too. They should make right now. You know, honestly, right now they should make every show they go to. I mean, granted. If you could work it around the house shows, that would be awesome. But if you, I mean, what I think they should do is make more shows into TV tapings. I think. Yeah, but they do have a contract with uh, uh, with your studio. That's true. But yeah, like like I say, um, this this is going to be great because you're going to get a hot ass crowd and you've got TNA who, like, I know, I know, I know. Teenage officials were were upset when they last came here for a house show because the because the UK fans like like to pitch on the wrestlers and we were booing the faces and cheering the heels. <laughs> so I can't wait to see. You know what? How- you know what? I have a reason for that. I have a good, good reason for that. And Chris, you might agree with this completely. Um, and this is what I call. 
This is what I call the, the, the William Regal syndrome. Okay. In in America or anywhere else you go, and WWE is there, William Regal it was a major, major, major heel. He was it was it was during the days when he was commissioner of WWE at the time, like just after the invasion angle. And yeah. they I mean, and he was booed out of every freaking building he went to. And he was a complete asshole and all that. But you come to England, and oh my god, it's like Hulk Hogan over there. It's freaking Hulk Hogan. Oh my god, William Regal. I think the funniest thing, and like this never made it to TV because they actually edited it out. But when they came came over here for NXT Season 1, okay, Uh uh... Daniel Bryan, who 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 was meant to be like kind of, kind of like the big star of that show, okay? And his match goes, match goes next up, uh, Daniel Bryan, boo! Yeah, <laughs> because it was the because it was the person because it was someone else that wasn't William Regal. It's Hulk Hogan over there for you guys. But it, and what's funny is that if he goes up against a real big face like John Cena or uh, uh, at the time. Steve Austin or Undertaker, son, they would get booed out of the building. Yeah, because, <laughs> because they were taking on William Regal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when they come here to England, you're gonna see just how crazy the fans are. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be funny. That, but that's what I call the the fucking William Regal syndrome because because whenever, even though he becomes a heel, you people cheer for him. And so now every heel that you see, you guys like. Dude, it's a shame that Beer Money broke up because, like, just just imagine Beer Money going into the crowd and like getting pissed with the fans. That would have been fucking epic. The only reason oh. they would get a good pop with the fans is because he'll they'll sit there and drink with them. <laughs> that's well, the only, well, that's well, the only only reason. Well, so. I'm 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 gonna be cheering uh, James Storm because when I was in Bound for Glory, he gets me, mate. Next next time we come to England, we're gonna get wasted. I'm like, okay, cool. So that means he and so th- so that James Storm knows, and I bet you he listens to the show. He's picking up the bar tab. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. Well, bear, bear... <laughs> yeah, bear in mind last time I did pay for the fucking I fucking like I said, never offer James Storm a beer because you you end up buying the whole fucking bar beer. Never there you go. There, hey, but now, now that he's coming back out and he'll get drunk with you, take him, take it, take it for all he's worth. But it's great because, like, it it depends where we go because it, it could be pretty cheap to get drunk. I mean, oh, I'm sure. What 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 I'm gonna do? Right, I'm I'm gonna grab some cider and go. Look, okay, look. This isn't beer. It's cider. Okay, give it a try. Watch try down a few ciders and see how long it stands for. Be fucking epic to watch. Here's what I want from the fans. You could you could send this to runningtheropes at yahoo.com. You could make or you can make a comment on uh, at the Unchained Wrestling website at unchained-wwe.com because that's where you downloaded the show at until I get a feed burner account going. Um or you could leave it on the Unchained Wrestling Unchained WWE Facebook fan page. That would be awesome. I'm I'm gonna pimp that out too. Uh, make a Crelly drink. 
make <laughs> this is gonna be good. I want to see fan and, and and I just added one of the WWE col- the WWE columnist from Unchained. I forget his name. Derek Ellis. That's that's the name. Derek Ellis. And I would love to see what he would come up with. It has to be, and I'll tell you what the qualifications have to be. They have to be as stereotypical as you can possibly make it. For one, Kelly, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Buck teeth, but yeah. on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> okay. Buck teeth, green hills, sheep, fucking whatever. We're not on the Welsh. Anyway, have you not learned from the last segment? Okay. Scotland, England, and Wales are different countries. But it's still stereotypical. Like the sheep. The Welsh. You know, Mason Ryan, Mr. Greenhouse there, he likes the sheep. Not me. (laughs) Okay. All right. So no sheep fucking. Okay. Unless you need Mason Ryan. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but you get what I mean. Stereotypical as you can. It has to include cider, lager, pints, and well, pints. Pints are a form of measurement. What am I saying? Uh, what's another? <laughs> what's another English drink? Uh, what, what do we have? We got uh, Guinness. It has to have Guinness in it in Fosters. some form. No, Foster's Australian. No, no, you say that. Foster's is marketed as Australian. Yeah, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> boomers. You well, must have boomers over there. It has to have an English drink in it somehow. It, uh, one of those. Well, cup I would tea. say Guinness. Cup of tea. Yeah, it has to be in the form of a cup of tea. And crumpets. <laughs> so, I would Box love. Teeth and. I know it, yeah. it's kind of a stretch. I, I'm not expecting many emails on this, but I think it'd be funny. So do that. Remember, send it to runningthroughopes at yahoo.com. Uh, put it up on the comments board at unchained wwe.com. Leave it on the add it to the uh, unchained wwe wall. I'm sure Des would love to see some of those because um, I think I think Des is from your area, Crowley. I'm not sure. Um, you, do, do you even know the world outside of America? Like, do you think, I know like, the world outside I, of California. Like, do you, like, literally, like, think, as soon as you get outside of America, right, that the whole world is compressed into, like, a single <laughs> island that I, I happily just march up to France and, and grab a flipping croissant. You're in Europe. You can march to any country you want, basically. I don't have that luxury. If, if I did, can. I'd probably find myself in Amsterdam at least twice a year. Go for it. Go down for them. Be funny as fuck. <laughs> but, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like, it's not a stretch. But anyway, um, we're going to try again to get Rima Faki on. I want to. I apologize for her, for the absence. Again, I'm sure something came up. I'll forgive her. She got scared of math. That's, that's, that's what it was. Because I was too funny on the last one, probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, But, yeah. So, but, yeah. I want to thank everyone for listening in. And send those emails. I want to see what you, I want to see what any, what everyone can come up with. And draft pictures. Send draft pictures. Draft pictures. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he started it, not I. I'm not sure of the reasoning, but yeah. Draft uh, pictures. We'll see you guys next week right here on Running the Ropes, the official po- the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network. See you later, everybody.
This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, exclusively on the Unchained Wrestling Network at unchained-wwe.com. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the panel and not of the network or its affiliates.